2016 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. This is 4 and O Narf Money coming at you live from the Uber office in Philly. We are joined by 1 and 3 Hudson to talk all the things about football. How's that? Yep. Yeah. All right. We're good. Sweet. All right. You ready? Yeah. You want to do an intro? Yeah. Of course I want to do a fucking intro. Well, all right. And if you want us to talk first, then you do an intro. No, I do whatever I want and then I edit it later. That's how it fucking works. Okay. Go ahead. All right, Trons. First podcast of 2016. This is Narf. I am four wins and zero losses in first place. Here to dissect every one of my wins so far is Hudson. What's up, man? How's it going? I think you're a pretty soft 4-0, I gotta say. I think I'm a pretty fucking strong 4-0, but we will get to that. I would rather be 4-0 than 1-3. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you kind of saved your season with that luck trade. We'll get to that later. But soft 4-0 is fucking ridiculous. Like, I have the number one and two quarterbacks in the fucking league. It's It, it doesn't even matter. It's My team is good. Um, dude, well, I... I Matt, Matt Ryan is outscoring other quarterbacks by like seven points between him and second place. So and second place is Drew Brees, who I own. I don't think that's going to last if I had to make a bet. All right. So, okay. You're, you're a Packers fan, right? First, yes. No one really knows why, but you're a Packers fan. Would I was you, born in Wisconsin. All right, whatever. Would you trade Aaron Rodgers for Matt Ryan? Not in fantasy. fantasy, real NFL. In real NFL? Yeah, you wouldn't do it? No. All right, all right. Better, better option. Aaron Rodgers for Carson Wentz. That's a fucking steal if I were you. Is Carson Wentz actually good? You're, you're yes. an Eagles fan. No, no, no. No, he is. First of all, this is the only hope I have because the Ben Simmons foot injury has crushed my dreams. I bought season tickets this year, and now they're going to fucking suck to the Sixers. <laughs> but Carson Wentz is actually good. Like, But is he good in, like, he's like a smart he's like an alex smith like he's not risky he's like manages the game or is he like really talented he throws the ball downfield um i mean he's got jordan matthews like one of the best receivers of the last decade to throw to so it's not hard but he's i'm I'm trying to think of a good comp to him like he's he's way more than an alex smith um i I won't go as far as a matt ryan but he's uh (laughs) Who's he like? Because he's mobile like Smith, and he, like, he like fucking takes hits and jumps back. He, he's honestly, people might laugh at me, he's not that dissimilar from Andrew Luck in their games. Like, he's just super poised for, like, a young quarterback. Like, he loves taking hits. He's mobile. He makes plays. He can be aggressive downfield. Um, I'm going to go with Andrew Luck, actually. This is going to be a funny podcast to listen to when the Eagles are like 7-9 and nine and don't make the playoffs. Well, it's going to take me less than 16 weeks from now to release the podcast, so people will listen to it when the Eagles are 3-0. and To go with Narf's 4-0. and A combined 7-0. and What's the Packers record? 3-1? and one? They are 2-1. Two two and and one. One. 
Yeah, oh, we both had buys. It fucking sucks to have a buy in week four. Yeah, I don't really understand why it's so early. Like, what are you resting from? Well, the Eagles are resting from destroying teams, but the Packers, I don't know. Um, what did they beat? They beat the Steelers, which was impressive. But they, they beat the Steelers thirty-four to three. The Steelers just beat the Chiefs like forty-five to ten. I said that was impressive. What else did they do? Cleveland and Chicago. Great. The Steelers are by probably any analyst measure a top five NFL team, if not top three. Right? No one's going to say they're not a top five team, and we just fucking destroyed them. Yeah, that was a good win. I said it was good, and Carson Wentz threw 300 yards. That's pretty impressive. You, you can only beat the teams you play. Who have you beaten? You lost to Sam Bradford. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville. Okay, great. And you only beat them by a score. And the Lions. Okay, so I would take the Eagles over the Packers right now. Um, but the, the, the Wentz wagon will, will roll on as the season goes on. Um, it's what was he? was the first pick? Number two. Number one overall pick, Jared Goff, is the third quarterback on the Rams right now. Oh, right, right, right. What did they trade for Wentz? What was the, or were they just the number two worst team? I forget. No, no, no. We, we made, I believe we made two trades. I believe we were like 15 or 16 and then traded up to nine and then traded up from nine to two. So we gave up a lot. I don't remember what it was. But one, we got shit back in the Bradford trade. We got a, a, a first round pick back for Bradford. Yeah, that was insane. That was a terrible trade by Minnesota. Uh, and then it looked even worse when Peterson got injured, but now it looks even better because they're 4-0. So I'm not sure it was that bad, actually. Well, they were like a playoff team with or with you know with an okay quarterback, and they're still a playoff team, but I don't think they have any, like, a but, ceiling but, of, like, the Super Bowl. But they, so they wouldn't be a playoff team without him. I don't know who they'd be starting. With, uh, like, Sean Hill, I bet they would be, like, 9-7 and seven and, like, maybe make the playoffs. I don't know about that. Like, they're not... I don't think they're winning by that much in their games. They're all, like, one, two-score games, and they don't turn the ball. So, like, you take a one- or two-score game and add two picks from a quarterback, and that makes the difference. Yeah, but if they had a better quarterback, the game wouldn't be close. They score, like, 17 points a game. I mean, they, who won their offense is good. They, they don't, like, Peterson's out. Like, Rudolph... The guy fucking they, Diggs. Diggs was, like, incredible against the Packers. Well, you guys don't have a good defense. Yeah, um, it might just be that. But, like, so, no, they don't have, like, terrible players. Like, Diggs, Charles Johnson, Cordell Patterson is kind of good sometimes. I mean, he never puts up stats and Rudolph. But, like, it's not like an all-star skill position cast by any means. No, no, they're like, a, you know, we get good field position from the defense and we, you know, get three first downs and hit a field goal kind of team. Yeah, I agree. So, are you worried about the Packers, though? Yeah, I'm pretty worried actually. I haven't been re- like last year. I knew we sucked even when we were like six and zero because our entire offense was like uh, offsides, penalties, and Aaron yeah. Rodgers running around for like ten seconds. I-, I was on the Packers offense sucks last year way before most people, but I agree, and it, it looks like the same offense this year. The pro- I mean, the plays don't work. Like it's their it- plays never work. They do nothing to help their receivers, like absolutely nothing to help receivers get separation. Well, I watched like I don't know. I watched like the Patriots and Julian Edelman. Like Brady just looks at the first receiver and he's open. And he throws it to him. Yeah. Like not that complicated. Like oh cool, my receiver's wide open after two seconds. But the Packers receivers yeah. don't get open. Like I haven't I haven't watched a ton of their. So I don't know how Jordy's doing. I know he's scoring a lot of touchdowns, but. Like, last year the problem was zero of their receivers got open in man coverage, ever. Like, Rodgers could hold the ball for eight seconds and, and no one got open. And I feel like it's kind of the same thing. 
Yeah, and they were like forcing them out, and they just weren't fast enough to like push, you know, get any distance and go deep. So, do you think any of the blame goes to Rodgers, or it's all just McCarthy and the play calling? No, he he holds the ball. Like there are like easier choices sometimes that he just doesn't take. Um, but but McCarthy is a terrible coach who I don't think any Packers fan is like happy to have him as our coach. He. He won the Super Bowl with you guys, right, in 2010? That's why he's yeah, still here? Yeah, that was him. He's, he's probably never going to leave just because of that. Yeah. So does he have, like, a pass for life for that? I, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, the, the floor is really high for the Packers. Like, they were terrible last year, and I think we had 10 wins. Yeah, and you won a playoff game and went to overtime against Arizona in the divisional rounds. Yeah, with, you know, Aaron Rodgers and nothing. Rodgers threw, like, three completed Hail Marys last year, including two in the same game against Arizona. Yes, yes. One of them was like a deep pass, but it was kind of a Hail Mary. It was 4th and 10 with like 30 seconds left, and he completed like a 40-yard pass. It was a Hail Mary. I mean, he didn't throw it up as a straight jump ball like he threw to a receiver who was kind of open, but I mean, yeah, pretty pretty difficult play. Um, All right, so what's what's up in life? Oh, yeah, Um, doing the lawyer thing. How many years have you been out of law school now? Like a couple, right? Like one and a half. All right. So you're like entrenched in your lawyer life for good now. It's not like a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in my my firm for like a little over a year. We actually represent Uber. What? Yeah. Or, or your CEO. I forget. It's one of the two. What? What? what like what do you guys specialize in and what do you represent us for? We, we don't. We just do litigation. So like people suing each other. Okay. Our case for you was like your Uber doesn't want class actions to be allowed, and he doesn't want basically you and your employee friends to sue together. So he wants everything to go to arbitration. Yeah, that's not it's like one on one. Yeah, and we're trying to make it always be one on one. Yeah, that's close, but not exactly. But I'm not going to comment on public record what you got wrong for my own security. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, that's, that's the broad strokes so, of it. So, did you work on that yourself? No, I didn't want to do that. Why the fuck would you want to do that? I do way cooler stuff than that. Like what? Like keeping people out of jail and shit. Oh, do you all? You only do defense stuff? No, I'm on some. Uh, we're suing Google and something I'm doing and and other interesting stuff like that. Interesting. All right. Um. So that's as good a way. What else? I mean, are you aware I'm not the only member of this league to work at Uber anymore? Is Noah officially an Uber employee? Boom! Uh, he will be as of November 7th, I think. Uh, you guys but, are independent contractors, though, right? You're not actually employees? He signed his contract. Um, no, we are employees. Um, you get, like, full benefits and everything? I can't tell if you're making a joke or not. No, it's just the drivers don't, right? But you guys actually do. Correct. Like, Correct. I, we, we work for, well, I work, and Noah will work for the actual company that gets full benefits and is a real, regular, college-educated style job. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't have your own office with like a door. I feel like you're always in a public area. Yo. Yo. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. What'd you do? It just like gave me an error on my Skype. Oh, fuck that. I have to do so much editing now. I'm sorry, man. All right. It's good. Um, all right. So before you cut out, which I may or may not edit out the dead space of, uh, you were saying how we don't work in an office or something? 
Yeah, every time you're on like a podcast with Anton, who's the only other podcast co-host, you're like in some random room. It's true that I have done probably five or six straight pods with only Anton. Um, and to his credit, I asked him to do one a few weeks ago, and he said no for that reason. Uh, yeah, why did you ask him? I asked him a few weeks ago during my lapse of not doing podcasts for four straight weeks. I know, but like we don't hear from anyone else in the league other than Anton, who's terrible. Oh, you're saying why did I ask him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the thing about Anton is I know that he's always free to do a podcast. So my schedule is difficult, and like Vigo flaked on me the first weekend, then Moose flaked on me the second weekend, both in person and in podcast. Moose was in Philly, he was supposed to hang out, and we did not do that. And then I think what the third week... Instead? I don't know. I sat at home all day, and I don't know what he did. Um, then I got to cancel on you one day. Uh, so, like, Anton's always free. He, he doesn't have anything else to do. So, and he'll work around my schedule of, like, being an insomniac and working at night. So, I agree. He's terrible. But he'll, he'll show up and do it. So, that, that counts. Like, part of life is showing up. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Um, to okay, your question. So, What's your question? So, like... Because we are an awesome startup culture that breaks from the traditions of past work environments and encourages collaboration and teamwork and creativity, we work in an open office environment where everyone sits together. We don't have private offices. Uh, my firm wants to fucking do that in a couple of years. Yeah, so everyone's doing that, although now there's a lot of backlash and like some tech startup companies or more modern companies are going back towards private offices. But what do you do when you want to be on the phone? So we have like conference rooms that like people book for meetings or for like private phone calls. Like, there right, are, like my phone rings randomly all the time. Yeah. So yeah. so no. So people, you have to be comfortable taking phone calls at your desk, or if like it's a quick thing, you can just get up and like walk to the kitchen or like one of the break areas. Like you don't have like there's a place to walk around and still in the open. Um, yeah. Like if it's super private and all the conference rooms are booked then, like, yeah, maybe that sucks. Maybe you call them back or you go out in the hallway outside our office or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we just have, like, confidential shit that, like, we can't even discuss necessarily in the firm, but... Okay, so we don't... We have confidential shit about Uber, but we can discuss it with each other. It's not like right, I'm, like, keeping... Right. Well, some stuff, I guess, I'd keep from other people, but, I mean, mostly it's it's open. It, it has its pros and cons. Like, it's it kind of sucks if you want to do like fancy football power rankings at like two o'clock on a Wednesday and like everyone can see what you're working on. So you can't, <laughs> um, but it's, it's also just way more social and enjoyable than like being alone in a fucking office all day. I have a, I have a hallway at work. That's like me and two people who started basically the same day as me and no one else comes by and like no one else walks by. Like there's no reason to walk by. Yeah. So like we pretty much have that, but also I have a door, which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, it, like, it, oh it, goes, it goes both ways. Um, what's your title? Are you like a junior associate or something? Just associate. Oh. Is she... um, yeah, maybe I guess second year associate now. All right. So if you're Nothing. working on the fucking Uber case, you'll like move up to fucking senior associate or whatever. We did uh, We did the DraftKings cases too. We kept them in business. Oh, I think you told me about that. I thought one of them went out of business already though. No, they're fine. What about FanDuel? Didn't one of them go down or no? I think they both are around. Okay. FanDuel kind of piggybacked on everything that DraftKings was doing, it seemed like. Yeah, that's what that's what Lyft does to us. It's fucking annoying. Do you uh, guys actually dislike Lyft? I mean, they're... I don't dislike them. They're a competitor in the, in the U.S. for us, so I would 
be happy if they didn't exist. Fair enough. I, I told you I took Uber in Asia, right? It was like $1 for like a 50-mile ride. Where in Asia? Uh, just Asia. Like the, con the continent Asia, no more specific than that? Yeah, I shouldn't be more specific, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was incredibly cheap. It was amazing. It was like... I almost didn't believe it. I thought it was a typo. Dude, first of all, if you go to most U.S. cities outside of New York, it's also insanely cheap. Um, but yeah, I'm sure like internationally, it's it's like you pay nothing probably. Uh, well, I also I played uh, I played club frisbee this year actually for like the first time seriously in a while. I thought you play club frisbee every year. You always like can't do shit because of sectionals when we no, have I, supposed to be. I picked up on a team that is a bunch of like pretty good guys who don't want to be on a real team. This year or mo or the other years? Most years. Okay, so, so this what year did you do this year? Actual team that was like mixed team that played on, you know, four or five tournaments. What team? Called Power Move. It was a new New York team. Are you guys any good? We actually were pretty good. We uh, we had like five or six guys who played on Empire. Oh, uh, nice. Pro team. So like the bottom of the Empire roster. No, we had... We had a guy who like had played Amp the year before, and a guy who played Pony the year before. Who's the guy that played Amp? Uh, Owen Murphy. Oh, he's actually good. He's really good. His throws are sick. Yeah, it was basically like a bunch of guys who didn't want to be on too serious of a team, but wanted to play with each other. Are you friends with him? I always thought he was a kind of weird guy. He's a cool guy. Um, I'm really good friends with his roommate who started the team. Oh. Yeah. So I got he... to be like the worst player on the team um, for the guys, which was cool. Was he your just, like, main O-line handler and just ran the show the whole time? Yeah, and we had a couple other, like, good receivers. Like, Beta was on the team and and a few other players like him. I thought Beta played Pony. No, he didn't play Pony. Oh. So did you, get, did, you, did you get any playing time? Yeah, yeah, I played a decent amount. What, uh, how'd you guys finish? Like, mid-regional somewhere? Yeah, we lost to Slow White in the quarterfinals, and then we lost our second game. It was two loss elimination. Yeah, I mean Slow White just won, so that's not bad. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, oh, that guy who like I yelled at on the field is now like scoring in the end zone. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool, but we didn't really practice as much as you probably should to be really good. I thought your life plan was like once you became a lawyer, you would not have time for ultimate anymore. Yeah, I know. This was sort of like a last gasp. Okay. And there weren't practices, so it was like relatively feasible. Are you still playing all the mud leagues? Yeah, I, uh, I'm captaining this year. And they once again changed the rules against me. Do you still draft like Beta, Fuse, and Anton in every league? I, I thought I had a spot for Anton, and then I forgot how many spots were left and how many people I already drafted with baggage. So that's literally just bad drafting and captaining. Yeah, I was like, okay, this spot will be for Anton. Oh, fuck. They forgot to, like, fill in that position with my someone else's baggage, and now I can't draft Anton. So Anton would have been, like, your last-round pick, you're saying? Yes. <laughs> what league is this, Fall League? Yeah. All right. And then I, I can't – they didn't let captains uh, have baggages, so I didn't play it with Beta. So you didn't draft him? I couldn't draft him, and no one. It wasn't available when I could take my first pick. Oh, so it's just you and Fuse. No, Fuse isn't even playing. Oh, so your team sucks then. Well, I did a trade for Beta. 
I did a huge trade where... Your league lets you guys trade? Yeah, I did a trade. Everyone agreed to it. And then the commissioners vetoed the trade for no given reason. Probably because you're not allowed to trade in the league. You can trade. People trade all the time. Really? I did a different trade with like some girls on my team, and it was fine. It's kind of interesting. Do people like get offended that you trade them? No, they don't know. I mean, you trade it before like rosters get announced. Oh, got it. All right. So, and you couldn't not... trade for Anton? Um, no, because all my my like lower players were baggage with people, and he goes by himself. All right, and you can't split him a bag in a trade. He's on a really annoying team, though. It's like all these players who are on the same club team that's bad and annoying and are like best friends with each other. Oh, so he'll love that. They're like the worst kind of Frisbee people who are like into spirit circles and all this shit. Oh, so that's exactly Anton. Yeah, it kind of describes him perfectly. I mean, if anything, Lionel should join that team, too. They'll just love it. <laughs> Lionel's, uh, he smiles sometimes. I don't know about while playing Ultimate in a serious manner, but... We were going to do a podcast at regionals. Me, Beta, him, and like three Trons who are younger, I don't know. Do a podcast about what for what audience? About this league for this audience. About fantasy football or your mud league? I think fantasy football. So what would Beta and the younger Trons have any input in? They don't know anything. They would have just been there to make jokes. Eh, I don't know about that. And Also, is Lionel, Lionel's like barely in the league by literally every metric. I think the problem was that we couldn't find Frogger or something. He was probably... Oh, he wasn't actually playing. He was probably watching. Yeah. Did you see those games? Yeah, I did. Um, I actually thought... I don't know if I even watched. I thought the just overall production quality was really fucking good. Yeah, it looked like you could follow what was going on. Yeah, they, they had multiple cameras where they could zoom out to the whole field so you could see both handlers and cutters, which is crucial. They had, like, replays of, like, bids that would come, like, in real time, basically. The announcers were pretty competent. I, I, was, like, I was really impressed, actually. So, yeah. yeah the I, only thing is, it's really confu- Like, it's still hard to know what exactly is going on. I didn't think so. You watch the Frisbee and see what's Sorry, happening. Sorry, I mean, I mean uh, with, in terms of calls. Like, oh, I guess there was a pick there or something. Or Sure, but, like, the majority of calls are fouls, and if they're talking about it, you can just tell it's a contest, and, like, some of the time you could even hear what they were saying, because I think all the observers were mic'd up, and if the observer got close enough, you would catch the player's dialogue. Yeah, I think, uh, apparently on the very last score, someone called pick. Oh, really? And it got, like, overruled as they were, like, running on the field. Oh, you didn't, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, that was, like, I read an article. Fuck. Hudson. Hudson. Hey, how's this? It's perfect. Are you on your phone now? Yeah, it's a little hard to hear you. All right, you want me to talk louder? What about now? No, no, speaker's working now. All right, cool. You good? Yeah, this should work as long as my battery doesn't die. Plug your phone in. It doesn't charge anymore. It's literally fucked up. I bought a new phone today. So are you using your new phone? No, I have to go pick it up. What you buy? A new iPhone? Yeah, a new iPhone. All right. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. What, like, uh, I don't know. You want to just talk about fantasy? All right. Well, one more thing first. So you recently went to Moxie's wedding, right? Yes. How was that? Uh, it was pretty fun. Right. He, uh, you guys, you know, he had like cancer. No, that's some serious <laughs> shit to drop on this podcast. 
it, he had it. He's passed it. He's good. Um, so he's like been through some shit. Uh, yes. So it nice. was like a, it was an exciting wedding. I mean, in addition to the normal reasons, you know, that weddings are exciting. All right. So I be- so Fuse is getting married kind of soon, right? Yeah, the end of this month. Are you going? Yeah, I'll be there. Do you think I'm invited? Uh, yeah, I think you're the man. What's it called? Best man? Yeah. You're going to say man of honor or even maid of honor at first for a while. Um, <laughs> I tried both of those things in my head. Should I come to Fuse's wedding? Yeah, it's in New Jersey. It's not that far. You could probably stay with Vigo. Is Vigo going? Well, I don't know. He's in Jersey. But a lot of people are in Jersey that aren't going to Fuse's wedding. You don't have to, like, go. Vigo doesn't have to be there for you to stay with him. I guess that's true. I just got excited that Vigo might be going to Fuse's wedding with us. Oh, uh, I'm guessing not, but maybe. All right. All right. I just wanted to see if you thought I should show up or not. That was my only my only point there. Um, Zorro right. might be. You should go with him. Who? Zorro. Is he tight with Fuse? I guess. Won't he bring his, his Brandeis girlfriend, though? Yeah, it'll be like a plus two. I'm not against that. Um, could be fun. Could be fun. All right, fancy football. Uh, my team is good. Everyone understands that. Here's the here's the situation I'm in right now. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you give me some advice if you want to. Um, so I'm four zero. You know that, right? I do know that. You've mentioned that. Yeah. So I can't decide if I should pull like a Golden State Warriors. Like I could go thirteen and zero if I wanted to. I don't know if I should, because here's the thing: like this week, I'm playing CB, and I've got a quarterback, a tight end on by, a lot of players on by. Strategically, I don't want to drop a player actually to pick up a backup tight end for one week, and same thing probably for a shitty quarterback like Paxton Lynch, who I'm not going to start again. So but you have like a lot of bad players on your team. No, I don't. Um, I wouldn't be four zero if I did. I could, but you could drop like. Cole Beasley. Like, he's not... No one's going to, like, race to pick him up. Cole Beasley gets 80 yards every game. Uh, they're... Right, well, he's the 36th best wide receiver. That's literally starting. That's the last starting wide receiver in this league. 36 I'm wide receivers sure, start. Yeah, I'm sure that someone ranked higher than him is on waivers. Um, so, like... I don't need to, clearly I don't need to win. Like if I just kind of don't try and see me, I'll go 12 and one, still get the one seed, but it's going 13 and 0 worth it, especially after what Yoni did last year. I, that's what he I went got. 13 and 0, right? Yoni he just, went, he actually, he, and he went, blew it in the end. He went 14 and one, including playoffs. Uh, so I get it. If I win out the regular season, I got to win out the playoffs too. 15 and 0, perfect season. It, <laughs> like, is it worth, like, I don't want to make bad moves for my team with, with the perfect season in mind. That's what I can't decide. Shouldn't it be 16-0? Shouldn't you get a win for getting a bye? Sure, 16-0. I don't care. And then I'll win okay. the, the Pro Bowl week 17, so 17-0. I don't think your team's actually very good, if, other than if, your quarterbacks, if you who were, are not going to last. If you were me, would you go for the 13-0? Go for 13-0. Yeah, do it. All right. Maybe I'll drop Cole Beasley, but it'll crush me. Um, why don't you think my – what's not good about my team? Everybody except, I mean, who's your third best player? Uh, I would say Jordan Matthews, but you guys would laugh at me. Um, so He's the 30th ranked <laughs> receiver. 
I guess he got a buy, which he's probably higher than that because of the buy. But. Yeah, he is. Fair point. Um, so Jamal Charles, what, what's wrong with Jamal Charles? He hasn't played yet this season. He actually did play last night. He had, or this weekend, he had two carries for seven yards and one target they didn't catch. So get your shit How many, right. like, did he play, like, five snaps? Like, what um, did he do? Like, somewhere between 10 and 11. But he, it has already been announced, they have a bye this week, that he's getting a full workload in week six. Jamal Charles, who, under Andy Reid, has scored 19 and 14 touchdowns back-to-back. He is tw- only 29, but has basically skipped two seasons, so he, he's not that old for a running back. The last time he came off knee surgery, he put up 1,500 yards, his career high. So I'm not super worried about the knee. Uh, watch the fucking Chiefs. They need explosive players. They have nothing going on offense. He's going to get the ball. Uh, Don't they have pretty good running backs they, they, other than him? So Spencer Ware put up decent numbers, but they don't score. Like, they've been shut out basically twice with Spencer Ware starting. Jamal Charles is better. Like, that argument is saying Pittsburgh shouldn't – who cares that Le'Veon Bell comes back because D'Angelo put up good stats. Like, Jamal Charles is way better. No, I mean, if – right, he's obviously going to be the starter, but it might be more like a, you know, 60-40 instead of like an 80-20 split. He's been that way his whole career. He's never had more than like 230 carries in a season. That's what he does. He's the all-time NFL leading yards per attempt rusher. It's like 5.6. He's good. He'll he'll be, at worst, a top 10 quarterback running back from week six on. And I bet it's closer to top five. Did he he actually look good when he played last week? Did you see him? No, he looked terrible. Like he looked slow and shit? Or uh, or what? I actually didn't really watch. I don't think he looked slow. I just think he got two carries. Um, Right. He's coming off a bye. He'll be fine. Lamar Miller... Um, who, first of all, like, Lamar Miller is going to break out. Look, like, he's 80 rushing yards plus in four straight games. I, I would bet DeMarco is the only one who's done that. He doesn't have a touchdown. Oh, what? That's called the Alfred Morris, I think. Sure. So he doesn't have a touchdown yet. I get it. it he's Alfred Morris. He gets 20. He's leading the NFL in touches. Like, Houston's offense is going to get better. He's going to get better. He'll be a top 10 running back. He's, he gets the touches. He's consistent enough. If he had two touchdowns right now as opposed to zero, he'd be ranked probably in the top ten as opposed to 18. Like, it's – Lamar – I'm going to have the best quarterback pairing and the best running back pairing in the NFL, except maybe your running backs. I think my running back – I think I have four running backs to better than any of your running backs, but – You are a fucking idiot. Who do you, who do you have other than Gur- Gurley, who Le- – Le'Veon Bell. Okay. And then I have Crowell. You Who's think Isaiah two? Crowell is better than Jamal Charles and Lamar Miller going forward? He's getting 18. He's the best running back on Cleveland. He's killing it. Why does the best running back on Cleveland mean more than the best running back know. on Casey or Houston? Both better right, offenses. He's fifth, he's fifth right now. He gets a ton of touches. It's like he consistently gets like seven yards a carry. Uh, okay. I think he's actually good. Okay. I'm, and then I have uh, Matt Jones, who's also pretty good. Okay. So, if you really think Matt Jones, <laughs> I, okay, so let's, let's, make a, let's make a bet for you can choose how much money, anywhere from zero to $100 million. Com- <laughs> combined scores going forward from this week on, Lamar Miller and Jamal Charles or Matt Jones and Isaiah Crowell, combined, 2v2. Including how- the first four weeks? No. Now, going forward. <laughs> if you include the first four weeks, you spot me the, like, 130 points they've scored. Maybe. Okay, I'm glad you backed off that already. So, my running backs are good. My quarterbacks are... I'd say your running backs too, are like average. Good. 
you're you're looking at like two number one running backs on a team. Like they're both going to be top ten going forward. It's not average. I think that's asking a lot for the two of them. Okay, I I don't think you actually know what you're talking about. Um, my wideout. So I, I'm worried about Amari Cooper. Like I've I've been watching a lot of Oakland. Crabtree is just actually better than him right now, and Derek Carr favors Crabtree. So that's not great. Jordan Matthews is fine. When Moncrief comes back, he's going to be fine. Like, both of them will be, like, low-end, wide-out two, high-end, wide-out three. So not great. Steve Smith is getting a ton of look in in Baltimore. Kobe Fleener is going to get better in New Orleans. Like, there's... there's, I'm not bad anywhere. Like, my wide-outs maybe are bad, but... I... Like... Yeah, I mean, I don't think you have a bad team. I think you have a pretty solid team that's had incredible quarterback play that's not going to last. I don't see why it shouldn't last. They both play indoors and domes. They're both veterans. They're both amazing. <laughs> Drew Ryan scored actually, 47 points last week. Actually, Drew Brees has not been amazing. He's been home road. So Drew Brees' two home games are 41 and 32, and his road games are 17 and 14. So I wouldn't say I'm getting amazing play from Drew Brees. That's, like, pretty sustainable. He'll give me 30 at home and, like, 15 on the road, basically every week. I think you can get, you'll probably get like 23 from Drew Brees. Right now you're getting 26, which is fine. But Matt Ryan's going to give you like 20 going forward. So so Matt Ryan does go through a tough stretch of at Denver, at Seattle. Possibly the, the two hardest defenses to go and throw against. <laughs> but, but look what we just did to Carolina. Yeah, that's very impressive. I mean, Julio Jones was out of his goddamn mind. Julio Jones played well. He was hitting everyone. Um, yeah, and their like, defense is really bad, too. So, I mean, they really can get into, like, shootout after shootout. Exactly. Their defense sucks. Um, like, so he's two tough games, Denver and Seattle. And then San Diego, Green Bay, Tampa, Eagles, all easy games. Like, yeah, he plays KC and L.A. I, what, whatever. Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Like, him and Carson Wentz, we know who the elite quarterbacks in the NFL are. Um <laughs> Doubt. Plus, uh, plus, like, look at look at my, like my running back depth is is just as good as yours because I, McKinnon is as good as, might be as good as Matt Jones or Crowell. D'Angelo Williams is a Le'Veon Bell injury away from being a top five running back again. Like, there's like I, I've got trade pieces if I want them. So you don't want uh, Crowell in a trade, is what you're saying? No, I don't want fucking Crowell in a trade. I'll flip, like. I'll flip McKinnon for a wideout somewhere and upgrade my team if I need to. Like, there's, I guarantee you there's people in this league that will take that deal. Derek McKinnon? He's the I, fucking I starting running back. He put up 20 points yesterday. Or, like, seven. he put up 17, I think, against the Giants, who are the number two ranked run defense. I, uh, I think you're, like, you'll make it to the semifinals and lose, if I had to make a prediction. Well, I've already made it to the semifinals. I've basically locked up a one seed. That gets you to the semis. First of all, you think you have? Um, no, I'm one game ahead of like CB, who's probably going to beat. Yeah, there's a lot of three and ones. Um, although I've already beaten Priest and LC, who are two of the three and ones, so I, I have a good head-to-head. I'm not sure if head-to-head means anything or if it's just points scored, but I'm number one in that too. So uh, I don't give a fuck. Even making the semis and losing, do you know how big of a mental win that is for me? Yeah, actually, I'm really happy for you to make to Maybe probably make the playoffs. The playoff. If I miss the playoffs at this point, something is seriously fucking wrong. I haven't. I've played 
three hard teams, because Noah's good too, and one easy team in Moose. I've still got Vigo and Lionel. So those are two wins right there. And that's six. <laughs> so I'm at six. If I win one other game against anyone all season long, I'm in the playoffs at seven wins. You think I, my team's going to make the playoffs? So, all right. I'd be, normally, I don't spend that much time on my team, but I think I've earned it. That's four weeks worth of, of uh, excitement and pure joy. Uh, I think you made a good trade to save your season last week. I didn't look at it. Would you have lost if you didn't make that move? Um, well, I would have had to pick up a quarterback. So who would, or started one of your four running backs who are amazing at the OP spot? I probably pitch. could have. I probably would have started a running back, I guess. So, all right, let me look at it right now. You started. Uh, my running backs on my bench scored like 60 points. So I'd probably be okay. Who would you have started? Crowell or Jones? Either one would have outscored Luck. Well, I won by more than 20 points, so I was probably okay no matter who I started there. Yeah, and they both outscored Luck, so you would have won by more points. Unless you had started Jay Ajayi, you would have won anyway. No, I would have started, like, Simeon off the waivers or some shit. Okay, I think he was on a team already, but yeah, okay, so you win that Yeah, you know, someone like that, whatever, Carson, what's his name, uh, Case Keenum, someone like that. Yeah, Case Keenum's on waivers right now, not, he's, he's not, he'll have one or two good fantasy games this season, but he is terrible. But like a quarterback should get you like ten points. Uh, if all you're asking quarterback to do is ten points, that's an extremely low bar. Right. I mean, like if you're starting like quarterback, you can yards and no touchdowns. I know. I lost week one because I like couldn't get twenty points between, I think a running a receiver, a quarterback, and a running back. Well, that's a shame. I mean, it was like it was one of the. It was like a Monday night. It was the. The 10 o'clock Monday night game. Uh, the, the, who was that? That was the Rams and SF, I think, right? Yeah, I had Case Keenum and Todd Gurley. So I was like, well, no uh, matter what I the Rams offense that. does, I get points. And yep. they scored zero points. Yep. Um, yeah, fucking Rams. I mean, they're 3-1, yeah. and, and one, actually. But, yeah, they looked bad then. So do I think he'll make the playoffs? Uh, yes, I do think he'll make the playoffs. What do you think? I think so. Um I don't know why. If you were 0-4 right now, I I would probably say no. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why Lamb Chop really wanted to trade me Andrew Luck. Who who proposed that trade? He proposed that trade. I think it's a a good trade for both of you. Like, Brady, I would take Brady over Luck. So you downgraded at the position to win a game. Would you really? With one more, I mean, if you were week for week, like if you didn't have one more week of Luck, you would, I guess. Yeah, if they play the same amount of games, I would take... Especially, like, the, the indie offense doesn't look great. Like, their O-line is terrible. Luck has put up 42 the first week and then 12, 19, 20 cents. Are you really that excited about that? I think he'll be fine. I, you're, like, your boy Moncrief is coming back. Their O-line will figure it out a little bit. And, and so, like, at Denver, the 12, I get that. But the last two weeks, San Diego and Jacksonville putting up 19 and 20, like, it's, it's not terrible, but you would really hope for closer to 30, I would think, from him against those teams. Yeah, I think he'll be fine though. He's still got a lot of easy divisions or a lot of easy opponents. Yeah, um, and actually, like JJ Watt being out will help a lot against Houston. Yeah, I mean he's playing the Bears this week. Like that can be thirty points. It could be, but so could have Jacksonville, and it wasn't. He needs Moncrief. Yeah, Moncrief I mean, still out there like three or four weeks. I also think Brady, who just like hasn't been able to practice for the last four weeks and is like forty years old. I mean. He could be bad for at least a week or two. Yes, he. he you're right. Like, actually, 
Yeah, I'm a little worried that like Brady's been in Italy and not ready for football. I mean, or I would be if I was a Patriots fan. Um, I don't actually care. Or they're like easing in. I mean, they're playing the Browns. Like they might score like 21 points and win, you know, by eight. Like it's not. Yeah, he might not be the Tom Brady we're used to. Right. You know, so, for the first three or four weeks. Either way, in in it's. I don't think it's a huge downgrade. Um, but like, what's if Romo doesn't come back? Your te- like, are you counting on Romo? To come back and, and be good? And, and I have Carson like, Wentz. No, do you? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I have Carson Wentz on my team. And you've got the running back depth, as you just said. So, Wentz and Luck. Oh, man. I want to say Wentz on bad games, but I can't do it. He's never thrown. He's never turned the ball over in his NFL career. <laughs> he, I believe uh, he's the only quarterback to have done that, actually, ever. Is it, is it who's better, him or Dak Prescott? Uh... Prescott's been good. I, I think Wentz. Um, but Prescott's lost a game. I don't think he's thrown a pick either, actually. And he, he's yeah, down. He also doesn't ball. take any chances. He, yeah, but he's also missing Des Bryant. He's really just like Cole Beasley, um, number 36 wide receiver. And <laughs> and Jason, not Jason Garrett, Jason Witten to, to throw to. Uh, Who's like, I think like most of us are faster than him at this point. Yeah, Witten, Witten is old. Um, but so... So Luck and Wentz is solid. Um, if I speak from a non-Eagles fan, it's uh, Wentz will probably have some bad games in there. Like your, your wideouts at first looked really like your wideouts looked great considering you had the quarterbacks and running backs. But how, do you feel that good about any of them anymore? The three of them are in the top fifteen. Okay, so sh- they but, all have been awesome. So Doug, uh, let's just go. Doug Baldwin has two games of three and a half and seven and a half. Like that's not that's not awesome. Like it's not consistent. Uh, Kel- okay, Kelvin, Kelvin has had a game of zero. And uh, fine, yeah, they've been hit or miss, but they're averaging fifteen each, which is pretty fucking good. Jordy's twelve, fifteen, twenty-eight. All right, J- J- Jordy's been good, but as we said, I don't know about Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think your team is good. I don't know. Like, I you were number one in the power rankings after the first week. And I think I've been pretty generous to you in the rankings, considering you your record sucks, actually. Yeah, I would have probably put myself lower, but, but I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, you I didn't do one after last week in your 0-3. You would have dropped a few more spots for sure. Most of it was just to defend me putting you number one at the beginning. But, <laughs> I mean... You, yeah, the power moves are you covering your ass in later weeks, so do, it doesn't seem like you're that off. Do you think Gurley is that good? Because I was, I was thinking back to last season. Like, he, I think he missed the first four or five weeks and then was, like, amazing for five weeks straight. Like, 150 yards and touchdown, like, every game. And then I think the, 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 like, the last third of the season, he wasn't anything special. So, and so far this year, he has not been anything special. He's actually been no, he's terrible. Been, he's been really bad, but... I mean, I think he is a player. Is like every every carry he has. There's like it's like Peterson in, against the Packers, where like he's basically getting tackled as the ball is getting put into his hands. Yeah, but is that going to change? I don't think it could get worse. Um, okay, sure. It doesn't got, need to get worse. It doesn't like, need to get worse for it to still be bad. No, but like he actually started catching some passes last game, and right, I, had, I think they might had, figure it out a little bit. He had five for forty nine last game. That's legit. I don't think their passing game is going to get that much better. Um, like that's a team that's going to have multiple quarterbacks start this year. I like Case Keenum's not starting sixteen games for them. I don't think. No, I don't think so. But he also hasn't really hit scored any touchdowns yet, and he might pick up some touchdowns. 
he's got two, he's got two yeah. touchdowns. So, I mean, if Lamar Miller had those two touchdowns, he'd be amazing. <laughs> like I was saying, Bell. But I, I mean, that's why I have my depth. Like I can play the matchups. So Le'Veon's good. You're wild to hit or miss. I mean, you're Jacob Tammy. Nothing special. Your your team is good. I I, I think sitting at one and three, you'll make the playoffs. But like it, I, you, it, like. A, a wideout injury or like a, some fluke losses and like you're you're not in great shape. Yeah, I know. I had the, a two point loss in week one, and then I scored like 145 in week three and lost. So and those I, are pretty tough. I, who have you played? I think you've had a pretty easy schedule so far. Like I know you just played Anton. I got to win over Anton, but your your losses weren't to good teams, were they? Well, what is that? I mean, it, isn't it really just how many points get scored against you in that week? Um, yeah, you're saying I'll, I still it have to is, play teams that you're still going to play teams that usually score more. Like you, you yeah, lost exactly. to Lionel on Lionel's good week of 167. That was week three. In week two, you lost to Fuse, and his team is falling apart. And week one, you lost to uh, Yoni. Yoni, and his team's like you lost to three bad teams. Like you, you're going to play. You still have Narf, Priest, CB. Uh, LC, like, you, you have hard teams left. Noah. Yeah, I get Fuse on the re- on the second, and sort of the, the second matchup against him. All right, and his team will have completely fallen apart by then. And I get Lionel. That's a pretty good Fuck, uh, God damn pair. that schedule. Yeah. Those are my last two weeks of who I get to play, so that's exciting. So you'll be like six and five, maybe five and six going into those two games. So like, and then, yeah, you'll, you'll win them, so... You'll, you'll make the playoffs. Yeah, um, I mean, I need to, like, go 7-6 and six and have scored more points than everyone else who's 7-6. and six. All right, so so going into the draft, like, was was your was this your strategy at all to just double down on, like, the players that were going to be undervalued once they came back? Or did it just, like, happen once you ended up with Bell and it made sense to go Brady-Romo? Yeah, once I had Bell, it was, it was just like, all right, I need to – I'm fine to, like, punt and sort of draft for, you know, later in the draft. Yeah. Even like Jordy, it was sort of like he's gonna be there, but he might suck at first. Sure, you took took Jordy in the third round, like with your Fuse upgrade yeah. pick, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, how did you feel at all bad for Fuse? Because you guys are friends. Like, did you feel bad that you let him make that trade with you? He proposed it. I know, but like, didn't you feel a little guilty accepting? Yeah, a little bit. Like, <laughs> he, he, like it's just a trade made. No sense, and now Newton's out, or he's not out, but he's like, he's not looking great, and he's banged up already. Um, I I feel like like in some years it's someone like you know Ladanian Tomlinson who's just like so much better than everyone else that you really want to get to the top. Yeah, but I don't think that's the current like landscape for fantasy. I've been saying for a while, if people listen to me or not, the the later round first round picks make the playoffs far more often than the first the first early round picks and everyone always jumps on the early ones in like the draft selection order. Um, like I, I think what people like is you, you like getting like a top two or three player. You feel good about it. And then I think people feel really good about getting that early third round pick where like you could still get like a top tier receiver or like two top tier receivers on the two, three turn, which is why it's so much worse if you gave that pick away. <laughs> like, yeah, 
Yep, I know. It's great. Like when if, I think most people, if you like, you draw talent gaps. It's like somewhere after like the beginning, early part of the third round. There's like a big drop off when you're going from like the last of the receivers, like a Jordy Nelson. Like you got to whatever like next running back is there, like maybe McCoy or like Matt Stafford being into like mid tier quarterbacks, like and like yeah, that, that's the value of those early picks in my mind, and it's like it's exactly what he gave away. Um, yeah, where I where he picked, he took Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and Cooks, and then you took you took a hurt Jamal Charles, and then it was T. Y. Hilton. Yeah, so like, there's clearly a drop off, and like, who went? Where did you pick? Third in the third round or second? Or second. Second. So, third so round, yeah. it was Des Bryant and Jordy Nelson. Like that's, uh, in some people's mind, that would be the end of the wideout tier. Like Mike Evans, you could say was close. Roethlisberger, like some people think he was an elite QB. I don't, but people thought he was going to the board. But, like then after that, it's just it, it gets it gets. Not ugly, they're good players, but, like, there's a clear cut into, like, Demarius Thomas, Sammy Watkins, Brandon Cooks, T.Y. Hilton, a hurt Jamal Charles. Right. It's, like, a lot more, like, if everything breaks right, they're yeah. going to be just as good as, like, you know, as Bryant. <laughs> that said, the pick, the third pick of the third round was Lionel taking Jonathan Stewart, which, honest to God, has to be the worst pick I can remember, I think. <laughs> like, he scored nine points so far. Is that even, bad? Even if he hadn't gotten hurt. He would have been there a round later, which is like twenty picks. He might have been there two rounds late. Like, how on earth are you taking Jonathan Stewart over like any of the next ten running backs taken? Like, it's that, that was bad. Yeah, like is he better than like C.J. Anderson who went forty fourth? No, or Matt or Thomas Rawls who is also hurt. But like going into the season, like I don't think like I would take Rawls over Stewart in a second. Um, I would have taken Lacey over Stewart. I did take. Jamal, like, Jamal, Jamal Charles, Latavius Murray, like any of those players had so much more upside than Stewart. What is Lionel right now? One and three? I think he's one and three. I'm not sure he would know if we had him on the podcast right now. <laughs> um, you should just quiz people about their teams. He's uh, he's one and three. I would have loved it. What would the you and Lionel podcast have been like? like would he have known anything? What do you guys did I thought we were going to call you maybe. It wasn't clear what the uh, plan was. So you guys had no plan. So it would have been you, Lionel, who, you're in a league. Beto is not in a league, and I've talked to you, like, at most five times in my life. Probably closer to And two. Frogger. And Frogger. And then, like, three little Lertrons who I've never met. Yeah, basically. So it would have been, like, seven guests on my podcast. And we were all standing around a phone, and we were like, uh... Just, like, have no. a phone on speakerphone in the middle of regionals. Yeah, in between rounds. And, like, me and Beta had to, like, go back and play our next game in three minutes. It, it would have been interesting. And yeah. I think Beta actually called me on, like, from a different field, like, on my cell phone to be like, come over here and do a podcast with Lionel. So does that mean Beta and these other Trons are fans of the podcast, despite not being in the league? Like, it is, is listenership spreading? I think they were just hanging out and were there. But maybe it's spreading. Maybe it's spreading. All right. Um, we'll, we'll work on it. Um, all right, man. So when I stitch all of these mini recordings together, it's going to get long. So do you have a Tron ranks you want to go out on? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, so you said you watched Frogger and Ironside win, right? I don't know if it counts as a win for Frogger. I'm going to ask him, but I'm going to feel bad about it. Like, I he, wouldn't ask him. He didn't How, play. He get hurt? He, so the last time I saw him in person was in August, and he, was, he had not gotten diagnosed yet with a stress fracture, but he was injured and was already sitting out. So okay. he definitely didn't play the series. I think yeah. he had already missed a tournament or two at that point. Like, I 
don't think he played that much this season. Okay, so the question is, you you saw them sort of run onto the field and celebrate? Uh, I was also watching football at the same time, so I wasn't Fine. paying attention that much, but yeah. But, but anyway, so Frogger goes on, and he's like, he's not exactly the ideal person to like, you know, run around and go crazy in the end zone, plus he's hurt. Yep. So the Tron ranks is you win a championship in, uh, let's say, in Frisbee. Okay. And it's, you know, top three and bottom three of people who you'd want to celebrate with. So both, you know, right after you win and, you know, let's say the night after, you know, to actually celebrate. All right. So, one, very good Tron ranks. Uh, I like this. Thank you. Very applicable to my life as I'm probably going to win the championship of this league this season. So I will think about who to celebrate with. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, so the thing is, though, you're, you're muddling up a little bit because it's two very different things. Like immediate celebration on the field is very different. Like who am I like who my boys are rolling out to the club with that night? Um, I know, but you have to consider like the entire event of, you know, I just scored who's going to hug me or yeah. who do I want to, you know, talk about the game with, you know, reminisce yeah. about certain plays with afterwards, whatever. All right. Okay. Um, Cool. And you're like, I can't believe I drafted Jordan Matthews in the seventh round. Oh, my God, I'm so smart. You know, who are you going to talk to about that? All right, fair, fair point, fair point. Um, oh, this is going to be good because then I want someone to brag to also and be a part of the aura of my glory. Um, in theory, you guys are teammates, but, but you can go with that too. Oh, fair, fair. We're teammates, yep. Or, like, friends or someone. You know, you're, you're involved in it together. You're not, like, going out with a team you just beat. All right, all right. Um, bottom three. You still there? Hudson? Yeah, yeah, you go first or first? I'll go first. Yeah, can you hear me? It's, you're, you're cutting out. It's getting, getting static. Yeah. Hello? Can you hear me now? It's getting yeah. worse. It's getting worse. Is your phone? What about now? Okay, that's better. We're, this is the last second. Okay. If we get cut off, we're not going longer. Um, all right, bottom three. CV is an easy bottom one, I think. Um, I, I I can't. I don't know if he. I don't can't see him getting that excited after the game. Um, I don't think he would have any cool like end zone. We just won celebrations in him or like touchdown style dances. Uh, and like I don't think he would be that much fun going out to like the celebration bar and getting drunk with. Um, okay. Sorry, CB. I don't know if I've ever seen you that drunk, so prove it. Prove me wrong on that one. Uh, CB's a bottom one. I want to say uh, I want to say Lambshot, but I bet he would have a good like. I bet Lambshot would be good celebrating in the moment and just bad at night. So I'm not sure he's going to make that cut. Um, I'll say Noah also, um, although. We will, we will celebrate together when Uber goes public as a $5 trillion company. Um, so we'll see what happens during that moment. But, again, like I don't know if Noah is like a super fun, like, go out at night and get drunk with person. I think he's like a sit at a hotel in Wildwood and drink some shitty beers and be confused about everything type person. Um, sure. And, like, he would get excited. Like, I, I would love to hug Noah, actually. If we ever, if a terror bank ever won Wildwood, and to do so, we would have to play at Wildwood, um, which will never happen. Possibly either one of those things. Uh, ever again? 
we'll maybe play again. We'll never win. It's been so clear for a while we can never win. Like, maybe Noah would maybe be one of the first people to want to hug. Like, that'd be awesome. Like, but if you, once you include going out at night, I'll throw Noah off the list. And then third bottom, uh, I'll give it to Fuse for not inviting me to his wedding. Okay. Uh, who do you got? I have, uh, he probably, this is kind of controversial, but I'll go with, with Moose first. Oh, I honestly forgot. I was like thinking through the options. I forgot Moose was an option. I'm looking at the list of owners, which helps, I think. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, I think Moose would be on there because he's fun to get drunk with, but he might like make us like cheer for the other team and... Oh yeah, he would not talk, let us, talk he, about our feelings. Yeah, he would not let us like spit on their faces and like trample on them. No, or if he did it, he would be a little bit too intense about it, and you'd be like, "Yeah, all right, you know, you ease off a little bit." Yeah, he would take it uncomfortably far. That, that's a good one. I agree with you. I, I might sub uh, my fuse pick, which was literally just wanting to pick fuse in for Bruce. <laughs> uh, then I'll pick Anton because. I've won uh, like four mud championships with him, and he's like not that excited. And that's ah. not same thing as winning like, you know, club championships, whatever. But it's pretty close. It's almost there. I mean, you can make trades in mud league. There you go. No, but he's like his like style. I feel like is more like snarky sense of humor and like wordplay. So I agree completely. I would have had Anton on my bottom for that, one hundred percent. But. When I was thinking in my mind about who do I want to brag to back in like fantasy football mode, I need Anton there for me to brag to about how I destroyed this league. Yeah, but he would kind of like take you down a little bit. Oh, yeah. He'd have some response he thought would be really smart, and then I wouldn't fucking care because I would have been 17-0 and and just won every game. Okay, fine. Uh, and then I think I'll put – I'll put like – I think CB was a good call. I, I I think that's right. I don't know him very well, but like, I don't, he doesn't seem like that pumped up. No, I, I don't see CB as being good in the post game or the like after party. Like I think he's a, a a bottom in both. Sorry, CB. He's a sweet guy. Seems like a lot of fun, but you don't want to go crazy with him necessarily. The fact that you literally just said "sweet guy" is troubling, but that you <laughs> use it about him, which is probably applicable, just means he's not fit for this. Exactly. Um, all right, who are your tops? All right. Top one, I'm, I got to go Frogger. Just out of, like, friendship and struggles of life together. Life being oh, fuck. Awesome. I meant I, – I literally picked this and was going to put Frogger on the bottom and forgot he was a person we Why could choose. Why would you put Frogger on the bottom? I would love to win a title with Frogger. Like, he would – Well, yeah, because he's your buddy. But he was, like, pretty lame in the celebration. Sure. But I think he probably had a lot going on about, like, fuck – I've been on this team for, like, who knows, six years, and we lose in the finals every year, and we win the one year I don't play. And do I even count as being a member of this team? I feel like he had a lot of that going on. You don't think he feels like he's part of it? Have you talked he, to him about it? I bet he does. No, he I haven't. Like I'm sure he feels like he's part of it. But no one wants to win the title the one year you don't play. You want to play Fine. to win. Sure, I understand that. But, like, I, I was thinking more, like, he doesn't get, like, super pumped up. No, and but he's like really tall. Like if you tried to, like he was like a giant amongst all his teammates who were like jumping up and down. And he's like kind of just tall and gangly around them. I, I don't know. So I'm taller than you, so it's not that big a discrepancy. But your points are right. He wouldn't be great at the post game. He'd be great at night. Like 
he he Frogger's great to get drunk with, and like if we were like reminiscing about the plays and all that stuff, like I don't know, I gotta go. He would Frogger. be good for that. Yeah, he would I, definitely be good for the, the like thinking about the awesome plays. I gotta go, Frogger. Um, my number two top will be Yonatan. Um, I could just see Yoni just doing like crazy fucking shit and going off the chain, like fuck marriage and kids, like if if Interabang <laughs> ever won. Or the real title, whatever this is, like club championship. Like, like it's really intense about like people not wanting to go to Maine. So I, I see that. Like, yeah, Yoni's still fucking competitive. He wants to win. Like, I, I think that'd be cool. I would love a hug from Yoni, whether or not we win. I think that'd be a good experience for both of us. And like, yeah, like we'll just fucking stay out all night and end up in a casino playing blackjack at like seven a.m. and losing all our money and maybe even getting matching tattoos. Uh, so y- Yoni's my number two. Um, okay. I will also go, I will go Vigo. Um, surprising. And maybe you would say Vigo being on the team, we're less likely to actually win the championship. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we'll uh, v- cut that part. I'm not cutting anything. Vigo, <laughs> Vigo is, Vigo's great. First of all, he could do some, like, funny Vigo dance celebration thing afterwards. I think that would be amusing. Plus, he'd be excited. You know he'd be pumped about it. And then, like, Vigo Knight's, like, a great, just, like, I don't want to say wingman, but he's, like, he's a positive influence on the drinking situation. Like, he's, like, happy and will, like, pump everyone up and be part of the, like, he, he won't be the main event, but he'll be, like, a supporting actor in, like, a good, a good time. Okay. I think those are solid. Those are my three. And Anton was close, uh, just so I could brag to him. Yeah. I think I'll go. I'll go with Fuse, um, because it might be the only opportunity to have him on the top for the whole season. Fuse, Fuse will get some tops. He, it's it's hard, but he'll squeeze some out. At at Moxie's wedding, a person who like I don't really know that well, but like we both know Josh or Fuse was like. They should pay him to go to all weddings and just, like, make it happen. Fuse? Like, he did the worm on the dance floor, like, he, to start the night off. Is Fuse it was incredible. That dude, he's that dude in a wedding? Yeah, he kills it. And it's wow. really funny. Wow. All right. I'll give some respect to that. He has ripped his pants dancing at multiple weddings. Good. All right. Fuse on the top. <laughs> and, like, he gets really pumped up and... You know, he's like Frogger in that we've been playing together for forever, so it'd be fun. Yep. If you like want, he, I would also it, bet yeah. any amount of money on me and Frogger versus you and Fuse and 2 on 2 Ultimate. Yeah, or probably. Or I will amend that to 2 on 2 any sport in the fucking world. What would Frogger be bad at that Fuse would be good at? Do you like, actually think there's an answer to that? No, it was a hypothetical question. Yeah. Maybe like... like Ping pong. Maybe Frogger would like suck at ping pong. Frogger's great at ping pong, and I'm pretty good too. We played ping pong with each other. Um, you know what you maybe could get us in is like a sport like golf or bowling. Like a like maybe golf. If either of you guys play golf, because I don't, and Frogger doesn't. Yeah, no, I don't either. But but I see where you're going. Um, well, I think I'll. I think I got to put Vigo on there too. Yeah, v- Vigo is a good party buddy. He like he wants people to be happy. Yes. He, he, Which he is, like, not does. true of most of the league. Like, a lot of people in the league are just kind of haters. Oh, the whole league. You could say that about Moose, too, actually, but I think your your negatives outweighed the, that part about Moose. Yeah, but, like, 
Vigo is like maybe one of like the three people in the league who would be happy for me for winning. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Everyone else would just be like, meh. I'm expecting this whole fucking league to be happy for me when I win this year, but we'll see what happens. I'm actually kind of happy for you, but then you started talking about it, and it got really annoying. But you knew I had to do this. This is my one outlet before my team starts losing. No, I'm surprised that your power rankings aren't just, like, you talking about your team for a thousand words and then just ranking the rest with no blurbs. I don't know if you noticed, but my power rankings have been me describing how good my team is and basically everyone's blurb. Um... Yeah, some of the things like comparing everyone to Matt Ryan was was really funny. I appreciate it. Um, who's my third? I'll put you on there. All right, I was I was like I'd be a little offended if you didn't put me on there. I should be the number one on this. <laughs> you can't pick yourself, right? You can't pick yourself, but this is a, this is one I I wanted. Like often I don't really give a fuck if I'm top or not, but uh, you can give me the reasoning. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you you would be really fun to talk about the plays with. Yeah. And you'd be pretty excited. You wouldn't be, like, as pumped up as everybody, but you would be pretty excited. You would, like, still be excited at night. I will be excited the whole time. Ah. Right. Like, some people would, like, kind of, like, temper off and be like, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. But you would still be, like, as happy as you were, like, when it officially happened. Yeah. And I would stay out all night and be up for fucking anything. You would be, like, the most likely person to get an Interabang tattoo. I have open bets right now with multiple people in my office that I will match any tattoo in any location they get if they get it first. And I will do it. And that's up Wait. for... If, any if, tattoo? So it's this girl in my office who's not going to get a tattoo. But I would match anything she got in the location she got if she gets it first. She knows it. It's public. And what do you get for doing it? Nothing. We just have matching tattoos. We're you tight. just like get to say I am like willing to go there. Yeah, I, I, I wanted. I don't. I wouldn't mind getting a tattoo. I wish more people had voted yes on loser get a tattoo in this league. I think there were like two or three. I forget who voted yes. Did you vote for it? Yeah, I voted yes. Did you? Uh, I don't remember. I might have. No, I highly doubt you did because I think no one did. But. I, I feel like I remember being like, oh, everyone's a bunch of pussies when, when I saw the rankings, thinking like I hadn't voted that way. But the, the other I thing probably also vote, was a Yeah, it, like you could game theory that vote because there's no way it was going to be unanimous. So you could just vote yes so that you can make fun of people for voting no, even if you were basically a no. Why, why isn't voting public? I think Anton made that shit public, didn't he? I know he, like, shares the results on the podcast, but we should be able to see what other people say and, like, shame them for their their choices. Yeah, a- Anton wants, like, he has very few things in life to give him power. So, like, he needs to, like, hold on to, like, what gives him power in this league and in life. Which is, like, knowing the results of this, like, yeah. three or four months before we do. Yeah, and, like, rigging the rules vote every year to not let us vote for what he doesn't want to vote for. Here's a rule. Why is it until Thursday morning that we can see our waiver claims? That takes fucking forever. You mean until 4 a.m. 4 Thursday morning? Yeah, like every other league, if, if we were in other leagues, I would know who I got for this week already. Instead, I'm just like waiting on mind a lot it, of like, moves. It's a, it's a nice surprise when you wake up Thursday morning. Um, and it's also, it, it, like, it gives an opportunity to like actually put real effort into it because if you want to wake up at 4 a.m. and get and be the first to claim anyone not wavered like that's legit effort on your part and you should get the you should get that 
I've been in a league where there's no waivers and it's just like first come first serve at a certain time. That's, and it's fucking awful. I don't know what it's that really means. Stupid. Like, it means like at 3 a.m. everyone who's not on a team, you know, is available for uh, anyone to pick up with no waiting period. Yeah, that, that wouldn't so, be good. Right, but I mean, this is similar to that where it's like people who try the hardest. I don't know. Fantasy football is the best fantasy sport because it's not just about like being willing to check every single day. Yeah. I was thinking of joining a fantasy basketball league this year, but I feel like it's going to be terrible. Have you done I'm that? in a keep, I'm in a keeper league that's like 5 years in. It, we might have a spot for you. Is it Well, I didn't mean your league. Although maybe if I want to take it seriously, I met a league with people from work. But like is it it's too much work, right? Like you have to check shit all the time. You check like every day and if I mean there's like limited maximum like pickups per week, but like basically you should be like maxing that shit out yeah it's, like, it's like if you're doing it right you have a slot that's just like always someone who's like playing off you know the waivers and you just rotate that through i gotcha all right so that's enough about fantasy basketball and yeah. fantasy football um hudson good good first podcast man thanks it's not easy uh, good luck this week i don't need fucking luck all you do is decide to win and i'll win it's that easy. If you want to trade for Carson Wentz, I'm going to keep sending you offers. What's What's the current offer? Who would you take? McKinnon for Wentz? No, I'll do Drew Brees for Carson Wentz. I'll think about it. Keep, keep You're listening. number two for the best quarterback on the Eagles. Uh, Him throwing he wasn't a touchdown even the best Matthews quarterback on the Eagles so nice. this season. Um, I know, the Wentz to Narf Matthews connection would just be un-fucking-stoppable. All right, under consideration. You would have so much fun. All right, I'll think about it. See you, man. Bye.